Hi everyone and welcome to episode three of the Harmonic Podcast. It's really great to have you with us. Uh, this week we've got a very special guest. We've got uh, Mel Smith uh, joining us here in the recording studios here in London. First of all, Mel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Duncan. Just before we uh, get really into the uh, into the full interview, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself first of all? Sure. Um, I've been at Harmonic for about two and a half years. I came from a background in marketing and communications for an investment bank and then onto hedge fund companies. Um, back in 2007, I decided to take a sabbatical and move down to the south coast where I bought a florist shop. Um, I owned that for about six years, decided it was far too much backbreaking work, and then got a job with a large defence company and entered into the world of bidding and proposals and then found myself at Harmonic a couple of years later. Oh, that's fantastic. So which, which organisations were you working for in investment banking then? So I started off at CIBC, which is the Canadian Imperial Bank yeah. of Commerce, yeah. and then I went to a couple of niche hedge fund, hedge fund companies right. uh, from there. And then into the defence company, I worked for Babcock, and then I went into Siemens Rail as well. Okay, so that's where Bar- Barney works in that area, does it? It is. Oh, okay, so that was from last week's episode, yeah. didn't it? Okay. So you go from florist to harmonic consultant. How did that happen then? I went back into the defence company in a marketing and communications role, but quickly got established as part of their bid team, doing their work for them. And I thought this is much more interesting than what I've been doing. So I sort of moved over into bidding from there. And then I met a couple of guys from Harmonic who actually did some training for Babcock. Um, and then they took me on from there. So, so that was, what, two years ago? That was about two and a half years ago, yeah. All right, so now you're in Harmonic. Yeah. What is it you do for us uh, on a day-to-day basis? So I am one of Harmonic's um, business-winning consultants. Um, that covers many different things. So I can be placed into a company to help their team win business. Um, so I'll manage their bid team, I'll manage their look at their processes, and basically I'll help them deliver a compelling... Uh, a bid that is um, brilliant. Yeah. What's the process? I mean, how long does it take from initial inquiry to getting the bids together? What, what sort of time period? It, it, it really, really varies. Um, we, we've done one recently for a client, um, which was a couple of weeks, but then one I was on was 18 months, nearly two years. So it really does depend on who the client is and what industry it's in. The rail, rail industry might be a bit quicker than defence industry, because that right. tends to take a long time. It depends on the size of the bid as well. Yeah. And do you sit with the client as you're going through the bid process? Yeah, you? you literally become one of their team. Um, so you are at one with, with, with the company that you're working for. You're no longer a harmonic consultant. You are like a permanent member of staff for okay. them. So. Okay. so Barney, if you remember on, it, on last week's episode, he, he was talking about kind of working down at Siemens Rail, sometimes a little bit isolated as yeah. well. I mean, how, how do you, as, as a harmonic consultant working in, in the bid, bidding process and working alongside a client, how do you try and connect with that harmonic community then? I've been quite lucky. The client that I was with, for the, the long-term client that I was with, I knew back from Babcock. So right. I, I managed to, you know, I, I got in via him and then they, they had quite a lot of need for other resources. So I have quite a good way, you know, we, have, we can reach back into Harmonic to get other people in. Um, also, we have um, a delivery manager for each client. So there is somebody responsible for delivery managing um, all the people within that client and you have a week 
weekly chat or a couple of weekly catch up just to make sure there's no problems or any suggestions or any needs that anybody has. So, so there are ways, but you do have to kind of go and look for them. Yeah, and what's been interesting since the uh, company day, I know you weren't available for that, but there seems to be definitely a shift towards making sure our consultants and our, and, and our personnel feel better connected to the community of harmonic not just feeling a bit isolated exactly and um up until this point i mean how how have, how have we got the information to you has it been things like newsletters or do you have, do you have like regular check-ins with the team we have the odd company day um because everybody lives all over the country it's it's not always that easy to get everybody in the same place at the same time yeah um there has been a newsletter the harmonic pulse which has gone out every couple of weeks probably for the majority of this year but I think the work that we're doing at the moment as part of Harmonic 2020 is going to address that in, in, in a magnificent way. Yeah. yeah, okay. So I know uh, Tony Kelly is involved with kind of giving that a bit of direction as well, but certainly some of the stuff that we're starting to see surfacing now are things like some of the vlogs, some of the films that we created. I mean, I know there was a film recently about uh, bid winning as well. Winning. Bid, business winning. Business, business, business winning. winning, thank you. Yeah, um, but I know you're actively getting involved with kind of building some of that marketing material. So this is obviously leveraging your experience in investment banking and merchant banking. And I suppose yeah. there's a florist for it. No, no, no. No, it's just, it's just working with customers, right? But um, what, what, what are you working on at the moment that's about to be delivered then? I've been involved on the marketing breakthrough zone team from the start and we've got a number of deliverables that we're responsible for. Right. Um, the main one and the most imminent one is a new website. So we're trying to simplify it, bring it into the 21st century and make it useful. So that's quite exciting. We're also working, as you mentioned, on videos and the podcasts. Yeah. And we've got a big social media strategy, which will be all implemented after the website's been launched. Yeah. So when you say social media, though, what kind of channels are you exploring? There? So we're going to start with LinkedIn because okay. it's the easiest one. We may go to Twitter, but I'm not quite sure that our customers are going to be tweeting. So. No, well, I mean, it's worth exploring. But I think LinkedIn, I think you could be onto something there. Yeah. I mean, you've got, you, potentially, you've got material to get out as well. But I think the key with a lot of it uh, as well is rhythm, isn't it? What, what, exactly. what's, your, what's your thinking behind that? So we're scheduling, um, I'm trying to put a schedule together for the next six months and we're trying to get a podcast released every couple of weeks. So, I mean, from your point of view though, what's, I mean, we could just write emails and get information out there. Why do you think Tom and, and the, the management team and yourself want to really go along the lines of podcasting and, and videos? I think it's because it's instant messaging. Right. Um, it's, it's much more visual, it's much more personable and it's just the way that, things are going these days so it's more modern more fresh and people can do it on the go they can look at they're looking at their phones constantly right so emails you tend to just it's the last thing you do really after you've checked everything else yeah so i suppose we've got a bit of a call to action here as well because i mean I, I obviously i've got ch i've had a chance to meet a lot of the people in yeah. harmonic as well and it's quite a young sort of vibrant very sort of visual uh, team as well so part of this I'm, I'm assuming i'm making a massive assumption is that you want people to pick up their phone and tell those stories and engage with the audience in a slightly more we do yeah way, um, right? yeah definitely and because and because we do all work remote remotely it's a way that we can kind of connect with each other without actually being in contact with each other yeah. there's there's people in harmonic even after two and a half years that i've never actually met in person but if i can sit you know and watch a little podcast or a little video that they've made of themselves i'll feel much more inclined to like get in touch with them should i need to so it's kind of just trying to bring the community together yeah. from within Harmonic and also to make it 
um, externally to uh, potential associates or potential new employees to show them the kind of things that we're doing. Yeah, and I think that's that's a really interesting viewpoint because obviously we've talked about engaging with the harmonic community and I think that's a really quite a powerful word, isn't it? We're not trying to be just lots of people working in an organisation. We all work for the greater good of the, of the business. One right? team. One team, one dream almost, <laughs> right? Yeah. The other side of this though is how do we connect with our clients uh, and more importantly not just the clients we've got now but the clients we want to attract in the future do you see this kind of approach working effectively in that market space i do and i think the biggest catalyst for that is going to be the website because they will be able to see the information um, that they've not been able to see before but then they'll also have access to these videos and to these podcasts from that so they can see that we're doing things you know, over and above and better than what some of our competition are doing yeah. as well. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, we, we need to be seen as being innovators here as exactly. well. And I think we do want to be pushing uh, ideas out, but also we want to be attracting that talent into the organisation yes. as well, right? What are, the, what are the areas that you think you could develop a little bit more? Uh, well, I've got a huge uh, development need that right. I'm trying to address through, through this, and it spans across both Harmonic and also APMP, which I'm actually chair of. Right. And just um, explain to me what APMP is. Okay, APMP is Association of Proposal Management Specialists. Right. It's an association, okay. uh, an international association of which we have a UK chapter. And I've been on the board for about three years, um, and this year I'm chair. Um, and that involves a lot of public speaking and a lot of um, talking in front of groups of people. Right. And that's something I'm really, really historically have been very uncomfortable with. Um, also, being recorded, being on film, everything like that makes me feel really uncomfortable. So not only me doing this is pushing myself out of my own comfort zone but, and really pushing my boundaries. So I think all of those things are going to just help my own personal development. Yeah. And I can learn probably a lot from watching other people as well by doing this. I mean, for you, for example. So. Okay, well, thank you. Um, but again, I think what we want to do is make it very clear that this isn't, uh, we're not just trying to select the odd person to come and do this. This is a community effort, really. We want to, we know people aren't always comfortable being interviewed, yeah. but we want to hear those voices because they may have a level of expertise that could be leveraged somewhere else. And I think that's what we're trying to do is really create that kind of dialogue to and fro but it's interesting that you, that you sort of um, said that one of your development needs is public speaking because one of the things that we are going to be doing is handing over the harmonic podcast to you Mel I mean, how, how, how do you feel about <laughs> getting the um, getting the podcast underway and, and putting your own sort of um, stamp on it I, I, I find that quite exciting personally so a little bit terrifying but quite exciting but I think because I'm going to pick on people that I know to start with right. it's going to ease me into it gently and yeah. hope I can ease them into it gently as well and I I'd like to think that when people do start to listen to them and they think, oh, you know, it's not that bad. If she can do it, anyone can do it. So that it's going to encourage the others to sort of step up to the mark and play their part as well. Yeah, I hope so too. I think so it's, uh, and, and we talked about it earlier. I mean, it's much easier to spend a few minutes on, on a phone filming something or, or doing a podcast than it would mm. be trying to craft some wordy email that might not might not even be read, right? So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for those people who are interested in being on the podcast, I mean, how, how do people get in touch with you? Just ping me an email, inquiries at harmonic.co.uk. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Mel, thank you very much indeed for joining us on the Harmonic Podcast. Thank you very much, Duncan.